up, y'all? It's your boy BTG. Open run with BTG. The gym is now open. Uh, the gym is empty right now, but me and Jarvis sitting in here waiting for the other fellas to come in. Um, yes, sir. And Jarvis, I call him my martini brother because we, it's, it's a more sophisticated type of relationship we got. Now, a couple of fellas don't approve of the martini. That's cool. That's what I drink. That's, what, that's the only thing that I can really handle right now. Ah. Uh, and I try to stay away from the dark liquor. It's just, I'm a different man, Jar. I mean, the dark liquor leads to bad nights, bro. So you, you, you got to be careful about that. No more bad nights because we've been having a lot of bad nights. Um, and but, but first of all, we got to give a shout out to Jar, the gray area. Um, and not only that, the, 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 the rap roundtable. That I, you, I have yet to be a part of, but that's a whole totally different story because I know my time. <laughs> I know my time is coming. You uh, know, we, bro. You know, if I tell you coming on, you're gonna be on there. I know. I ain't gonna let you down. I know. I know. Um, but with that said, Jar, what's been going on? I mean, I'm just working. You know, tr- taking in the sports landscape. I've been a depressed sports fan for about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, everything going on with our beloved Lakers. Odell getting traded, the, the Giants making questionable decisions, Florida State football being sorry, the, my, my college basketball team, Syracuse Orange, sorry. I'm I'm literally depending on the Mets to be good right now. That's where my life is in sports. That that that's pretty um I can't I can't top that because as of right now, Oakland is looking pretty good in the offseason right. right now. That's on paper though. You know, the Dodgers, eh. We'll see. You know, they let us down and on the big stage before. So, right. you know, the regular season doesn't really matter to us. Uh, UCLA, uh, I don't want to talk about them in basketball or football right now. Uh, but at least you got the Dodgers. Even if they didn't win the championship, they done gave you October two years consecutive. John Gruden is back making sensible football decisions while I'm looking at Gettleman and I want to fight him. You know, they, <laughs> they about to make me become a Cleveland Browns fan because a the quarterback they should have drafted is there. The, the best receiver in the game arguably got traded over there for a bag of chips in the first round pick, mm-hmm. you know, or third round pick, I should say. So I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place, man. Well, I mean, we're about to see where you at with this. So me and, me and Jar, we go back and forth a lot. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree. Uh, sometimes I could, it, it'd take me a while to see his point of view. And, uh, and that's just the relationship that we've built when it, when it has come to the Lakers. Right. Now, um, there, there has been a lot of different stories that we've created amongst ourselves when it comes to, uh, the, 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 the front office mm-hmm. and, you know, one of the, the craziest thing that's happened this off season is magic leaving before Luke got the boot. Insane. And, and and we never seen that coming. Now, but I am I'm on record as saying that I'm not mad at that if Magic was telling the truth in that press conference, which was he avoided telling Jeannie because he didn't want her to try to persuade or convince him to stay. And it seems like we didn't really didn't know the relationship between him and Rob. Uh, and it wasn't a great fit. And we all know Luke wasn't his boy to begin with. And I wasn't mad at Luke, but I wasn't going to be mad if he left, if he wasn't going to be the coach in the future because we knew Magic had other plans. Come to find out, he actually did have other plans. And he felt like if those plans wasn't going to go through, then it's just time for me to leave. So how do you feel about the whole Magic disappearing act? 
You know, there's a lot of people trying to drag him through the mud, calling it a weak move, calling it a selfish move, you know, doing that whole legacy police thing where now they want to put everything else on the table. And for me, I I can't necessarily say I'm upset because I'm not even giving myself the opportunity to be upset about it. I spent, as you know, Bella, I spent majority of this past season being upset with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I think I'm at a, a place where I don't want to be mad anymore. I just want to go forward. I want to know what's the next move. What, how, how are we going to get this thing right? Like I'm spending my entire 30s with the Lakers being bad. I, 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 don't, I don't care about the bad news. Magic wants to leave. That's fine. If the reports are factual that he was essentially an absentee president of basketball associations, then, you know, ba- well, bas- everything with basketball is a basketball associations. But what do you know what I'm saying? But the fact remains is if he was an absentee president, then he shouldn't be there. If it's making him depressed and essentially he's breaking up with Jeannie Buss at a press conference, then he shouldn't be there. So I'm not mad. But what's next? Is Rob safe? From everything I've read, it looks like Rob is safe. Now we're looking at Luke. For the time Magic left, I went on Facebook and I told people, I believe Luke is safe. Something is telling me that. What we expected to happen will be the exact opposite. So I'm at a place where Magic wants to leave. That's fine. I still love Magic. But it's time for the Lakers to get right. Do you have any concern with Rob? Um, The, the jury's out on Rob. You know, I, I, I hit you up on, on, in the thread, and I told you I wanted to get on here because I had so many thoughts that I wanted to throw you away. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that there, there was a massive schism at the top of the Lakers' brass and that weave between Genie, Magic, and Rob. Mm-hmm. I believe that Rob, from what I'm reading with the tea leaves, that Rob finessed Magic out the door. The person that Magic is speaking of about the backstabbing is Rob Palenka. But it's not that Rob is a bad guy. But I think Rob did that thing where, you know, we work, we all have regular jobs. And you have that one colleague that asks who did their role. Like, did did such and such put this away? They know who's responsible for putting that thing away, but they're asking the question without, quote-unquote, snitching. You get what I'm saying? Right. So that whole thing about where's Magic, that was Rob saying, well, Magic isn't doing his job. So how are you going to fire Luke, Rob is thinking, if you're not here for the day-to-day? Who are you to make these big decisions? If you're not here for the day-to-day, how the hell are you going to trade allegedly six for two? Like, you can't be halfway plugged in and making fan franchise altering decisions. So I think that Rob pushed him out the door. We already know that the media hates the Lakers, so they'll lie about a lot of things. Oh, people don't like Rob Lincoln. He was he, he was a, an agent and there's bad relationships. Kobe never went anywhere. So how many relationships did he foster? I know he managed other guys or he was an agent for other players, but there was never really any fierce negotiations to where we needed to worry about Rob because we would have known Rob's name before he became GM. We would have really known Rob like any other big agent. The same way we know Rich Paul, we would have known Rob, but Rob's reputation is what the media wants us to believe it is. Mm -hmm. I think Rob did what he felt he needed to do for the Lakers by pushing Magic out the door passive-aggressively, and now we wait to see if Rob is going to be that guy and he's going to be able to have the keys, the keys, the keys, the keys to make the Lakers be what they need to be again. Okay, so what you saying that? What does that? How does that make Genie look though? When when they have when they have a when we when we've seen over the years and Magic has brought it up, Genie has brought it up numerous times. Even before he mm-hmm. was given a position, we knew how strong that bond was. 
Mm-hmm. So for her to allow Rob to, you know, from what the tea leaves say, pull these strings. How does I mean? Mm-hmm. What what is what's going on with her for, to allow that to happen? And as we can see, Magic left on an emotional note. Well, I'm gonna say this. You know, this this is me purely speculating right now. But again, it's these tea leaves, and if you have common sense and you and you like to piece puzzles, you're probably seeing the same things. From my vantage point. If the series of events goes, Rob keeps his position. Mm-hmm. From everything that's out there, if Rob keeps his position, and then Luke keeps his position, then that means that Genie had made a decision to be in lockstep with Rob and Luke because Magic was an absentee president of basketball operations. Okay. With that, she with chose that- the Lakers over Magic, essentially. Now I'm not, and and with when you say that I'm not mad at that because that's how we look at it that the brand will always be bigger than the players, even Magic. So if Rob moves forward, Luke moves. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Luke? Like I, you know my personal feelings towards Luke. I said with the with a full roster, the right roster this time, Jar, mm-hmm. not the shit that was put together. <laughs> for this season, the, and I know, and I, because I, and I get it, and I get it. I came from a different. I came from defending my Lakers and defending Luke uh, from a different space, and you was critiquing them from another space. They all right. it made sense because you have to have the appropriate rotation. Not only that, you have to have the appropriate offense to fit these players, and we uh-huh. get that. The the elephant in the room is LeBron James on the court, yep. okay? At the same time, that still doesn't excuse you from having a good offense, a half-court offense upset, and knowing when and where to substitute. So I get that point. Is that going to be a problem going forward? Do you think he can fix that with the with the right roster? And, I, and we don't even know what that roster is going to look like. Right. Um... You make you make a hundred percent sense. You covered every base that we've debated about, spoken about when it comes to Luke Walton as the head coach. You know, coming into this season, I was a Luke guy, hands down. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. The the thing is, and I had to be real with myself. I wanted to win so bad that I let my emotions blind me. Mm-hmm. Was this rotations poor? A hundred and ten percent poor. There's there's no debate in that. But, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Brandon Ingram got better. Under mm-hmm. his tutelage, Kyle mm-hmm. Kuzma came to be. Clarkson got better. The only person he's failed with, and my and my biggest concerns when it comes, Julius Randle got better. But I'm concerned about how he handles point guards. He kind of treated D'Angelo the same way he treated Lonzo. I'm not sure if he's good for point guards. But the the thing is, I believe that Lonzo would have had more freedom than D'Angelo because of his giving nature. Mm-hmm. But the the issue with his giving nature is that you have LeBron James who wants to hold every card in a 52 card deck. You cannot, to me, I don't believe that you can win that way in the Western Conference with one player dominating the action. You're going to have people on the sidelines who are going to say, well, Kobe dominated the action. But I'm like, yeah, but I, Kobe dribbled a lot and Kobe scored a lot. But Jesus, Kobe, Kobe operated from different areas on the floor and guys are still involved in the action. They didn't feel like Kobe was dictating to them when they could eat. We watched this whole season with LeBron and it felt like LeBron would come up to court and he'll decide that. I want Brandon. It's like it was almost like he was playing 2K. I want Brandon to score this possession. 
I want Kuz to score this possession. I want uh, uh, whoever else is coming up the bench, Lance or Rondo, to score this possession. This possession, I'm going to stand over here. We're not going to run any offense because we're going to run my offense. Mm-hmm. We well, saw Luke Walton. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say just to piggyback, and I'll, get, I'll throw it right back to you because you're on, you're on fire right now, um, is that what we fell to realize is that Kobe had some teammates that he actually trusted. Right. You know, and we don't really know the the chemistry and relationship between Braun and these youngsters, you know, uh, especially when you, you've never seen Kobe uh, sit on the bench and drink some of the finest red wine that we've ever yeah. seen. So right. with that said, like the relationship and the drive was different uh, with LeBron is a lot of question marks. And I know we're, we're a franchise that's used to having the big dog or one of the mm-hmm. big dogs, but this is a different, you know, this is a big, this is a big dog that's in a different time of his, um, his career. Right. And, it, and it's, it, it's in the red right now. And it's in the red for our franchise. And, yeah. um, and, and I'm going to throw it right back to you with that said. You know, we, we've essentially gone back to the future, Baylor. You know, it, it was Kobe, D'Angelo, JC, Julius. Now it's LeBron, B.I., Kuz, Lonzo. We are literally back in the same spot that we were in a few years ago. An old guy who's still really good at basketball with a bunch of young guys who need all the time in the world to develop. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as much as it kills me to say this, it's either you're going to give these young boys every opportunity to flourish and get better, sans LeBron, or you're going to get rid of them and do everything you need to do for LeBron. Going back to the look of it all, we I'm not going to say that we didn't run offense in the past because we did when we had young players who were willing to be coached. The, the, the system flew out the window because we had to acquiesce to LeBron. Mm-hmm. The things that we wanted to do, we wanted to be a pace and space team. That's why number 19 was playing that small ball big role. <laughs> even, though he was, even though he was sorry as hell, Luke knew what he wanted to do. But LeBron and Magic, who was lockstep with LeBron, would not allow it. We heard what happened when he had that whole shouting match after like the fifth game of the season. And I think they, we lost we lost a road game somewhere and, and Magic. Actually, we beat Phoenix, but then Magic barked on Luke anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Luke wants to run something similar to Golden State. Not verbatim, but similar principles. And he had the young players in tow with that. LeBron does not want to do that. He, I've also said that I believe to a certain degree that he was sabotaged. Because you put Luke Walton in because Luke Walton's nature is to to be a player. He can't help but be still be that guy who's one of the guys on the bench. Mm-hmm. So he's going to want to play everybody. So let's give him everybody so he can fail and look stupid. Magic knew what he was doing when he signed Lance and Rondo and, 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 Brand, and Beasley and, and JaVale. Especially Lance and Rondo because there's no way you can develop a B.I. and a Coos and still have minutes for Lance. There's no way you could develop a Lonzo and still have minutes for Rondo. Like, you're hustling backwards, but that was by design. Because if you give him a bunch of players who don't fit, he looks bad, and then you have every cause to fire him. He has to fit, think, and then we leaving him to figure it out. Right. Because if you think about it, the team got better from Luke's first year to Luke's second year. The trajectory was upward. 
LeBron's not going for whatever Luka's going for. These players don't fit what Luka wants to do. So Luka's going to look bad. Luka's going to fail. Luka had to throw out the system he wanted to run to fit a bunch of non-shooting, air-cold playmakers and some young guys who wanted to respect the old vets but knew damn well that they could cook because they won 35 without these said vets a year ago. It, it, it was the ultimate situation of cutting off your nose to spite your face for an alleged big picture. But then that big picture we'll never see because Magic quit. Yeah, yeah. So... With all that being said, I'm I'm, I'm sorry and, if I'm talking a lot. No, 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 no. See, the the main reason the the main reason why I got you doing this show is because I knew you you got to get you got to get it off. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> and this is not going to be it. I'm pretty sure you're going to have more to say on your podcast. You're going to go on you know on some of our brothers' podcasts in the thread. Shout out to to yeah, Just. Know. You know what I mean? Um, so I I, I understand it, but. We're not done yet, because if we figure if if you figure that we're going to continue on with Rob and possibly Luke, now we're heading into the offseason where mm-hmm. we criticize and we held magic against the cross and said, you got to you have to make some moves this offseason. Now, with him being gone, that's left up to Rob and and, and what do, what are we looking for in this offseason treasure? Mm. That's that is a, a a question that is extremely difficult to answer. Right? And and I and I'm not and I'm I'm not even talking about I'm not even talking about the draft. I'm just, right. just talking about strictly free agency. And are you are you still are you in the tra- now? I, I and I want to throw in this one too. Mm-hmm. Right now, because I've heard you say it before, you are willing to trade LeBron James. Am I correct? I am. Now, yes. With that being said, what is his value? That is a great question. That is a great question. I th- the, the 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 core of what I look at when it comes to LeBron James is the more things play out, the more his actions contradict his words, the more I believe that he's here for everything except basketball. You know, Space Jam 2 was very high on the docket. His family getting his, his his kids who are playing basketball, the upper echelon competition out in Los Angeles was higher on a totem pole than winning games for the Los Angeles Lakers. Magic Johnson being the only person to meet with him means that he was a Magic Johnson hire. We could look at this like an executive bringing in a coach. Mm-hmm. That was your hire. They fired the executive, which means to me that that coach is on the clock. I'm of the belief and I'm willing to be wrong because, you know, I'm not people love being right and wrong. I just like to talk ball. If Luke stays and Rob stays, I just can't see a situation where LeBron is still a Laker. I don't know why I've convinced myself of this, but because Magic brought LeBron and we didn't even get a press conference, Baylor. This was a, a Magic Johnson. Pull up, my brother. You already knew he was coming anyway, but come through and we're going we gonna to drink some wine. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to be a Laker. Magic being gone and not telling LeBron and LeBron having to find out via text, that, that says a lot. He does not want to play for Luke. If Gene, if the reports are true that Genie is talking about this is a bus red organization, again, I'm just talking about these tea leaves. If he's if she's so upset about the Mark Jackson and Ty Lu rumors and, and, and the reports that in February she considered moving on from LeBron and getting out, of, getting out of the LeBron James experiment, then that tells me that LeBron James is absolutely on the clock. What his value is? That's a great question. I sent you that text. If you're telling me Kyrie stays in Boston and we could get Horford and Tatum, I would pick up the phone and say, yes, my damn self. Mm. If if Kyrie goes to New York, 
and New York doesn't get anybody else, and they have that extra cap slot because they have $73 million. So you're saying we get in whoever they draft and they'll absorb LeBron's contract? Absolutely you make that deal. Because mm. to me, it's either you're going to let these young boys, like I'm saying, you're going to let these young boys cook, give them every chance to fail, or you're going to move on from these young guys. You cannot, you cannot have your cake and eat it too in a situation. Mm. That's what I believe. I would. I, I could be wrong, but to me, Kuz, Bi, Lonzo Ball need every chance to cook, and they can't do that with number twenty three holding the ball and dictating terms. It just can't happen that way. Let's just say LeBron stays. Mm-hmm. Off season approaches. We mm-hmm. have. We, we. You know, we have the bag. We got bread. We do. Which route are you going? Are you going the another superstar route, or would you just want to spread that money and go get some efficient role players? Well, the, if, let's say the idea that I was working with in the offseason prior to Magic going out the back door, or as I said, leaving before the lights came on from the club, you know, um, I was thinking about Bradley Bill. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like that. I, you know, I think we agreed on that when those rumors first started to come up. Right. And that now that Grunfeld has stepped down in Washington, the person who refused to tank is no longer there, which tells me that Washington is is picking a direction to go in, whether it's tanking and starting over because they don't know what's going to happen with John Wall. Well, they still got gonna... that, they still got that John Wall contract too. Let's not forget that. Yeah, absolutely. So they need to get rid of that. So what I would do is, if LeBron stays, and there's no way a Brandon Ingram and a Kyle Kuzma can be on this team anymore. So one of them had to be packaged in the Ooh. deal, you know. And 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 frankly, for that deal to be done. I think it's been established. If you, if you don't agree, I, I'm willing to debate you. Brandon Ingram is still, in my eyes, the better basketball player, the better basketball talent than Kyle Kuzma. Okay, Jar, it make more sense in that trade. I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fighting that. I'm not mm-hmm. fighting it. And the only reason why I disagree with that was for Bron reason. That was that was mm-hmm. uh, that was it. But one on one, eye to eye, yes, Brandon Ingram is a way better basketball player than Kuzma. But for mm-hmm. Bron's sake, being on that team, needing a shooter, I picked. I had picked Kuz. You and know? that's why I believe that B.I. will be in the trade because it's a basketball move at that point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Okay. Um, and then I was saying Brad- Bradley Bill, and because I was put onto some information that DeMarcus Cousins can't go from the five mil he made all the way to a max. There's a limit. He is, is a certain jump he can only make. He for the cheap cheap by what fourteen right. fifteen. My point exactly. You tell me Bradley Bill and, and DeMarcus comes in and plays with LeBron James. That is also a successful offseason for the Los Angeles Lakers. Not to mention and whatever trade you make for Bill, the lottery pick we have, we're not keeping that player. He's getting packaged in a deal. I agree so you with have to that. Factor that in as well. So if you're telling me Lonzo gets to stay, Kuzma gets to stay, B.I. goes, Bradley Bill and Kuzo comes, I'm cool with that. <sighs> we not we we have no and I'm asking you, we have no concern for per, uh, locker room personalities. The reason I want the markets is because I feel that. LeBron James' energy and the type of time he's on, you need a DeMarcus in there to balance out. You need a level of ignorance in there to balance out LeBron's passive-aggressive and slightly catty ways. You need that. You need a bulldog in the locker room. Okay. So, in other words, you would, you're not going to be mad right now, right here on paper. You're not mad if if, if AD is not on the way this year? No. Nah. Okay. I just... 
I just don't see a situation where AD is coming. To be frank, I'm, I mean I'm right. I'm right there with you. Uh, but it's not I, that I don't want him. He's really good at basketball, but that bridge has been burned. It's a bad look. Unless, of course, this whole thing was a finesse and Magic stepping down was to reopen the door for Rob to negotiate to get AD. It's 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 there's all there's many it's, angles. Of it's at a it. lot of when it comes to when it comes to the Lakers, when it comes to Magic, it's a lot of mm-hmm. things that I could believe. Maybe he wanted to get back into that tampering business without being fined. You know what I mean? True. Um but we don't know. We just truly don't know. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. It could be all a gimmick. You know, we still have Hollywood out here. <laughs> With that being said, the last thing is that when you look at this roster, uh of course some cats gotta go. Uh, we got to mm-hmm. see some cats leave. We need to uh, add some cats. Um, anybody that you want to keep? On this team? Yeah. I know you don't want to keep. <laughs> I know KCP is out the door. KCP needs to be gone. He got 29 from us over two years. Go ahead. Leave, please. Um, on this roster outside of the, the young court, and we, we including Josh Hart in there as well, and maybe LeBron, depending on the circumstance, I don't want anybody else from this team. Maybe maybe JaVale, but it all depends on what the situation is, who we go after as far as a big in the offseason. But beyond that, Muscala could go, Bullock could go, Ronda, all those, all, the, meme, the entire meme team can go. Maybe I'll bring Chandler back if he wants to be an OG on the bench, but that's about it. I don't like this team. As you know, I don't like anything about any of the moves that Rob and Magic made. I, I, I kind of want the young boys and a fresh start with shooting. More than anything else. Mm, okay. I like that. Well, see, I mean, we can sit down and have a martini and have a sophisticated Laker talk. So <laughs> um, at the end of the day, what I got from this is we got some, you know, Jarv clarified some stuff and he went on a rant and a hot one at that. And we don't know what's going to happen. Everything right. is still unfolding right now. And I will, I, I will say um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay optimistic. And right. with that being said, our, our, with, if Jeannie was to go was to go to Rob route, keep Luke, and she said it was for the Lakers, for the Laker brand, are you are you are you okay with that? Or do you need and, to see? Or do you need to see them prove them? Do you need to see the moves? I'm gonna be okay with it because we need a united front. I mentioned when LeBron came to LA that I expected us to be kind of like what Miami was in that you had Pat Riley, you had Mickey Harrison. These guys were going to set their ways and do what they needed to do to let the, the the stars like LeBron know that if you do this, this this is the outcome. This is, these are the consequences of you trying to set your on this organization. Mm-hmm. Having Gene, that, like I said, these reports about it's a bus-ran organization. That is a big statement. You know, it starts there. Yeah. Don't hide behind any buses. Don't hide behind any cars when they start shooting. Stand outside. Let everybody see. You. That's a big statement. If now she's saying Rob is my guy, Luke is my guy, LeBron, you're not running things. That is the first step towards an organization right in the ship. Whether the media wants you to believe that or not, that's none of my business. But one plus one still equals two in my book. Owner says bus run things. Rob is my guy. Luke is my coach. Superstar player, you got to fall in line or you got to go. Mm. Jeannie's on the clock then Jeannie's super on the clock yeah. But she's not on the clock in the, in the sense of a, of a Jim Buss situation Because Jeannie's never given us The belief that she's a bozo mm-hmm. She just wants true. the Lakers to be good She's like a father in that regard She just wants the Lakers to be good right? And, and again, 
as much bad pub as the Lakers get. That's what I'm trying to say. Like these people are so those people in the media they're so good at let, letting you believe that things are really bad. The Lakers the, the wheels fell off, right? They still won 37 games. <laughs> yeah. They still have LeBron James. Let's, let's let's call it what it is. They still have LeBron James. They still have a max cap slot in tow. They still have the best, arguably the best young core in the league outside of Philly. It's much worse situations. They still have a lottery pick coming as well. It's much worse situations to be in right now than the Lakers. Stop drinking this weak Kool-Aid without the sugar, okay? Yeah. Well, we are. I mean, when you sit back and look at it, we have everything. Everything looks good. It's just not working mm-hmm. right. We just haven't right. put it together yet. So, like right. you said, we got we got the uh, the, the star player. The franchise mm-hmm. is there. We got the young core. We're still exciting. Mm-hmm. We don't know if we have the right coach. We don't know if we have the right GM. We don't know if Jeannie is actually putting her all into it. We just don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and we we have agreed on this, including the thread, that this is probably going to be the one of the most crazy off seasons that we've seen probably ever. Right. You know, so shout out to uh, Golden State for winning another championship. Oh, yeah. Golden State and three across the board. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The matchups in the first round, this this is the all-narrative postseason, especially in the Western Conference, especially in the West. People people should be concerned. Like, I'm not saying Houston's going to lose to Utah, but I don't like that Utah matchup. For I don't like them having to start their playoffs against Utah. Dame Dollar might pack up Westbrook this year. You know, yeah. or this could be... To me, the winner of that first-round matchup is going to the conference finals. This, that, this, this is a heavily weighted mm. first-round matchup, in my opinion. That's a hot take. I, that's a hot take, you know. I'm not sure if Denver gets gets away from San Antonio. I'm not sure if Denver will get out the second round against whether Portland or OKC. But to me, if if Dame gets packed or Dame gets out of the first um packs up Westbrook after three straight triple double seasons and three straight first round exits, Westbrook is on the clock. Oh, he no. Let's clear this up. Westbrook. The reason why I've never had Westbrook on the clock is because I never held him that high. Right. Now, I, I, do I appreciate him? Yeah. Is he a hometowner? Of course. Is he a, a former UCLA Bruin? Absolutely. But at the same time, he was always second fiddle to KD. He just had that Mamba mentality. At the You're same right. time, he never, he wasn't efficient enough to carry a team. Right. And we knew that. That's why I didn't hold him that high. Now, what he's doing is excellent, I, and, and I love it, but it's not enough for me to care about when we start talking about championships. So I don't even put him up there like that. I have, and I'm, I'm on record. You can ask my personal friends that I pick Dame over, you know, Westbrook. And and trust me, every chance they get, they come at me when he has a triple-double. And there's nothing I could do about it. (laughs) But the reason why I chose Dame is because Dame been over there and he's been holding it down by his damn self since he's gotten there. You know what I mean? And so I don't, I've never put Dame on a clock because Dame never asked for help. And Dame keeps going and he's turned down the, you know, super team talk plenty of times. And so for him to get snubbed like that, I don't put him on a clock. Westbrook been on the clock because now he's at that point where this is your team. Now you have to do more than what you've been doing. The stats is yeah. cute. I'm, I was, uh, I was amazed with that, but now I need more. Uh, and for Houston, if Harden does all of this and they get got by Utah or, to me, get pushed too far by Utah, it could sabotage the entire postseason. Yeah, he's going to the, the, the West is I mean, after that is going to turn into the to the East where we know Golden State is probably going to skip 
to the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I still got, I still think Denver will put up a fight. And for some reason, yeah. I, for some strange reason, I think oh, with a healthy PG-13, I think OKC can cause some noise. I just think. But well, we don't know. We don't know. We, we got time to, to figure all of that out. We yeah, have to yeah. throw some takes in there for the open world family. I know you got to save some for the for the gray area, and I know you got to <laughs> save some for above the rim. We know this. We know this. So you can't yeah. give it. You can't give it to us all. But Jar, no. Nah, but I could give open run. I could give them the appetizer, baby. You already know. <laughs> I know, but the, uh, all it is is an appetizer episode. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is because I still got some feedback for above the rim, and you damn sure know I. Got some feedback for the gray area. You but, already know, man. Jarb, I appreciate you coming through. And the reason why this gym is empty is because uh today is another emotional day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And we we had to lay to rest one of our legends. And um everybody's apparently on Crenshaw Slauson right now, waiting for him to pull up. So, you know, um it's a special day today. And it's a special day Absolutely. because of Nip, but it's also a special day because me and Jarv had to sit down and discuss this Laker, this Laker future. And we'll be discussing the Lakers in the future a little bit more. That's the um, fact. You already know when me and you get together, it's whole from bees back in three, bro. <laughs> it's high quality bars. <laughs> Just pass me the rock, Jarv, so I can put that thing up, man. You already know, man. I appreciate you coming through. Let them know where they can find you too again. You already know on um, Twitter, Chet underscore O'Hara. On Instagram is Marlo Podfield. Also look for the Rap Roundtable page on Instagram as well. I'm working hard. I'm trying to get like Baylor in this podcast vicinity. I don't work that hard. I just I allow myself to be available at times. <laughs> be modest. I- I'll big you up, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, John, for coming through. Yes, sir. You, Thanks for having me. You get back to your personal life and do it well. And remember, do it, whatever you do, do one more for Nip. Yes, sir. All right. R.I.P. Nip. You already know. Yes, indeed.